to Not So Molly Mormon podcast. Hello, welcome back everyone. This is Sarah. And this is Katie. Welcome, welcome, Sabbath morning. Sabbath morning. You want to know what, okay, speaking of hymns, <laughs> I've noticed that as I'm rocking Rory to sleep, sometimes a hymn will just like pop out and I'll just start like humming it and I'm like, fuck, no, that's not what I want to be humming. Uh, that happens Stop to it. me just sometimes I'll be out and about minding my own business and a hymn will pop into my head and I'm like why why did that just happen (laughs) right it's so annoying and then I'm like no no I switch songs and so instantly my brain switches from like church hymns to Christmas songs (laughs) so I'm like (laughs) singing the same Christmas song all the time because it's the only thing I can think of that's really funny (laughs) (laughs) Christmas all year round. <laughs> it's Christmas. I'm not gonna, no, that's all I've been doing. I'm super excited for Christmas. Even though he literally is only going to be like three months old and does not care. I'm like, Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bet Christmas Christmas is a, a magical, you know, fun time for anyone. But then I'm sure when you have kids, it uh makes it even, even cooler. I know. You just want to go all out. It's so fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's going to be so cute in his little Christmas PJs. No, I know. He keeps wearing the same Halloween outfit because I just can't stop. I'm like, I know Halloween was like forever ago, but you're just going to keep wearing it. It's so cute. I love it. <laughs> anyway, well, we have, talk. <laughs> we have a new patron to shout out. Uh, hello to Carrie from Canada, can we say? Hi, Carrie from Canada. We love getting listeners from all around the world, so it's super exciting when we get some from Canada and the UK, and I'm leaving off a few other places because my brain can't work, but hi, <laughs> Carrie from Canada. And thank you for joining us on Patreon. We just recorded a video for Patreon. Uh, it's the first video we've done in quite a while, right? I, I, oh my god, yeah, like two months maybe? Yeah, so that's that will be up there for all of you if you want to check it out. It's patreon.com slash notsomollymormon. Go check it out. Today's episode is brought it, to you by, no, just kidding. It literally is though. Today's episode is brought to you by a patron, Holly. Hello, Holly. Oh, hello, Holly. Holly, who always has yummy food on her Instagram stories, if I'm thinking of the right Holly. That's that's the right Holly, yes. Yeah. So she, the beautiful gem that she is, she mailed me something. No. And I've kept it a secret from you because I wanted to surprise you. And stop it, Holly, you mailed something. Oh, my God. I know. She's she's so sweet. So she mailed me an original or like, you know, I don't even, yeah, this is an original copy of the primary children's songbook. <gasps> it, you can probably picture it. It's light blue. I see it. There's a rainbow, right, on the outside. Um, well, there's like, it's like a rainbow kind of background of colors and then, and it, but it's pastel. And then there's a woman or older child maybe sitting and there's a bunch of kids all sitting around and there's a dove flying in the air and they're all looking at this book. Oh, it's like inception. They're looking at a book of themselves. I didn't even notice that. So, (laughs) okay. So I opened this up and (laughs) 
she left a note inside that I, oh, I love notes <laughs> folded like how you would fold it like in junior high on the outside it says to a super babe I died <laughs> and she wrote thanks for taking this trash off my hands <laughs> <laughs> do with it what you want you and Sarah are the best and I love you too like we have been friends for years you ladies inspire so very many much love and then she just signed it Holly and I just oh I, I yeah, died. That so literally sweet. makes me tear up Holly stop it I'm too hormonal <laughs> for this kind of shit you can't do that to me <laughs> Right. Okay. Um, Before we get into the book, though, I wanted to just give the tiniest bit of background about the primary in case Mm -hmm. people don't know. So primary in the Mormon church acts as um, like the Sunday school for the children that are aged uh, three to 11. That's when Mm -hmm. you're in primary. Um, And primary was first organized in 1878 by someone named Aurelia. Spencer Rogers in Farmington, Utah. She was concerned because younger Latter-day Saint children had too much unsupervised time due to the long hours that fathers and older sons kept on farms and mothers and older daughters did in the home. So what? (laughs) Yeah. So she was like, these little youngsters need more supervision. So they, you know what they need? What's missing? Some brainwashing. That's what they they need. (laughs) Uh, Aurelia felt that the younger boys in the community were becoming unruly and mischievous. (laughs) So with permission from church leaders, Aurelia organized a primary association for her local Farmington congregation. The first meeting was held August 28th with 215 children in attendance. That's a lot. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, that day, boys were specifically taught not to steal fruit from orchards. And girls, <laughs> yeah, and girls were taught not to hang on wagons. I don't know what that so means. random. Oh, my God, I, I want to hang on a wagon now. I know. Go hang around. Um, and then in addition, they were given lessons on faith, manners, obedience, and other principles. Of so. course, obedience, of course. Be okay. submissive and obedient no matter what. Obedience is a main, like, one of the main things that you're taught in primary. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, so sorry, I, this is a question. Maybe, I don't know if you know it. But how did they come up with the name primary? Like, what, where does that come from? I didn't, I don't know. I want, you know, maybe it's, like, how, you know, you would say, like, primary school, secondary school. Maybe that's. Oh, that's yeah. That. Fair enough. Yeah, it was for the younger, yeah. the younger ones. But. I don't know. That's just a guess. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. So it looks like so I, I opened up to the first page and it's blank. But Holly's Sunday school, like primary teacher, has written her a little note. In here. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm reading it because it's amazing. Uh, it says, dearest Holly, I have enjoyed teaching you in primary this year as a CTR. So I think that means you're at. When you're a CTR, uh, that means you're eight years old. Oh, right. Yep. Get your CTR ring and you can get baptized. I think. Oh, I could be wrong. It's been a while. Um, Which for our non-Mormons or never most, CTR is choose the right. Is what yeah. Like. Yeah. Or choose the redhead. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm going to go with that one. That's okay. what my ring meant. When I wore my CTR ring, it was for you, Katie. Oh, yeah. before you even met me, you yep. knew we were destined for each Do other. Do it. <laughs> um, she writes, thank you for coming to our class each week. I love you very much and ask you to always remember the things you have learned. Mostly remember your baptism promise and that our Heavenly Father and Jesus love you very much. God bless you and always choose the right. Oh, love sister so-and-so <laughs> not brainwashing at all <laughs> I, know, I know I know and it's like like the whole time I was going through this I'll be honest like the nostalgia hit hard like because I don't know I remember being a kid and like looking looking through this book um because I don't know if you guys haven't looked through it they have illustrations on a lot of the songs um there's like illustrations of kids and like, I don't know. It's just uh, the nostalgia hit hard. But then I was like, oh yeah, that's also kind of brainwashing though. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. It's brainwashing. That's what yeah. it is. It's so fucked. I hate it so much. <laughs> I know. I know. So there's a preface in here that I'm going to read to you. It says, dear boys and girls, here is a book of songs, especially for you. You can sing them just about anytime, anywhere. <laughs> I wonder why. Yep. When you're it. rocking your baby to sleep <laughs> when you're 34, you can do yep. it then. Yep. Uh, you can sing some of these songs to show thankfulness to Heavenly Father and some just for the fun of singing. As you sing, you may feel good inside. The Holy Ghost gives you warm feelings to help you understand that the words and messages in the songs are true. Oh, God. Okay. Again, I, we've talked about this. It's like you you can't you can't just feel good for the sake of feeling good and having a happy emotion. It must be tied to the church and the Holy Ghost somehow. Always, always. Yes. You learn you can learn about the gospel in this way and your testimony will grow as you learn. The melody of a song helps you remember the words and also brings the feeling of the song to your heart and the illustrations will help you to see what the songs teach. Once you know the songs, they can be with you always like good friends and help you make right choices and be happy. <laughs> all from a song. This all comes from. I mean, they aren't they aren't wrong in that they're always with us because we can't get rid of them. <laughs> they're like, still here. <laughs> they're still here. Like, literally, you guys have heard and listened to our episodes where Katie and I will just like hum two lines or two bars. And it's like we instantly know the song know. and the verse. Yeah. It's just, it's ingrained. Yeah. <laughs> Someday you will be leaders of the church and of the world. What you learn from these songs will help you to be faithful and serve righteously. The good feelings the songs bring will give you happiness and courage and will help you remember that you are children of God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I went through this. It's too much. It's just too much. Oh, so, but we're going to get into it even more. Um, there are so many hymns, but I just went through and picked a few that I, I'm going to read and we'll talk about them. And um, yeah. <laughs> Yay. Oh, okay. And it's be stuck in my head the rest of the day. You're so welcome. You can sing <laughs> these to Rory. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. I don't want to traumatize him. <laughs> All right. The first one I picked is titled... I love to see the temple. 
I love to see that tempo. I'm I, going there one day. Isn't that what it is? My voice is of an angel. That's why yeah. my child, it, he cries when I sing. <laughs> see, Sarah still remembers it. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the illustration is of a boy looking at the temple. It looks like the Provo Temple. And the lyrics are as such. <laughs> I love to see the temple. It's hard to not sing it. Right. I, lo- I love to see the temple. I'm going there someday to fill the Holy Spirit, to listen and to pray. For the temple is a house of God, a place of love and beauty. I'll prepare myself while I am young. This is my sacred duty. Duty. Wow. <laughs> duty. Uh-huh. duty. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this one I picked because... I think it shows how early the young the young children are taught that your ultimate goal and your your sacred duty is to go to the temple. Like you sing I have this memorized. I could have sang this, but that's insane. That is just it's just like start them really young, telling them that that's where you need to go. Like that you have to go to the temple. That's the only reason. Like the highest goal for you is to go through the temple. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. And the next one I picked is titled When I Am Baptized. Yikes, which is another really great one where you're just like, that's the only thing. I mean, Katie and I have talked about baptism and how you, you know, aim to get baptized at eight. But like, I'm sure you remember too, like, even as a kid, I remember this pressure of like, that's what I'm looking for is to get baptized. Like, that's all... That, that that's my goal as a yeah. kid yeah 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 and, and it's it's for me anyway and from my experience and probably this has to do with where I lived too but it's like it's more of an expectation really than yeah. a choice um because if a child turns eight and doesn't get baptized they're like an outsider in the Mormon mm-hmm. church because everyone else just does it and they're so young and impressionable and it's like yeah, of course they're going to say they want to get baptized, but they're they're too young to really know. Like this is a it's a huge commitment. They're essentially committing their lives to this organization and they're exactly. only eight. Yeah. There's there's no way you know what it means. I can definitely verify that. Like I had no idea what it meant. I was just like, Oh, I'm supposed to do it. This is what I have to do. I know I have to like get dunked in the water and then some of my family will speak at the baptism. Mm-hmm. That's all I know. Yeah. Yeah, you're so you're so young. Um, okay, so the lyrics are: I like to look for rainbows whenever there is rain, and ponder on the beauty of an earth made clean again. I want my life to be as clean as earth right after rain. I want to be the best I can and live with God again. Hey. I. It's, yeah, and then too, it, it's too much for a kid, for an eight-year-old. Yeah. That's and heavy. The, the idea that you're dirty and mm-hmm. you need to be washed clean, um, it's so full of shame. Yep. And, like, and also, can we touch on the whole rainbow thing? Because <laughs> I was, I always thought growing up, like, I was taught by some primary teacher that the the rainbow was a sign from God after rain, his promise that he'd never flood the earth again. Yeah, that's what I was taught. And it's just so, like, (laughs) 
just to think that I actually believe that, but then to think that there is a God that would be like, oh, I scared you a little there, but <laughs> here's a rainbow. I won't kill you. I just killed all of those other thousands, <laughs> millions of people. Like, oh, <laughs> like some horror story shit. And I was always like, oh, look, a rainbow. I mean, I love rainbows, but yeah, you know, be like, oh, that's from Heavenly Father. I'm okay. I'm not going <laughs> to die in this rainstorm. I literally, yeah, I never even thought of it either, like you said, until I left the church and I was like, fucking hell, that is like horrible to be like, I just murdered the entire population and now I'm going to be like, but here's a reminder, don't, don't forget. <laughs> never forget that I killed everyone and I'm not doing that to you, aren't I so loving? Uh. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that one was mixed in with just like the the shame of not being clean mixed with the weird rainbow promise and you're a little kid being like, oh, okay, I'll just sing this, sure. I'll sing it. It makes sense. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, next, the next one I picked is titled The Still Small Voice. Oh, okay. And it has an illustration of a little girl. She's kneeling by a window that is looking out onto this landscape and she's praying. Okay. And um, when I read this, I just felt like if you didn't have context about what this was, this would sound so creepy. So just keep that in mind, okay? Oh, boy. Through a still, small voice, the Spirit speaks to me to guide me, to save me from the evil I may see. If I try to do what's right, he will lead me through the night, direct me protect me and give my soul his light listen listen the holy ghost will whisper listen listen to the still small voice oh it's so creepy (laughs) creepy like oh oh my (laughs) no wonder like i was fucking terrified of ghosts and spirits and shit like i had this stuff that we're like listening to and memorizing like that song is so creepy I know I know for our never Mormon listeners I mean you might have gathered but yeah they they teach that the Holy Ghost actually whispers to you and so when you think a thought (laughs) either it's your thought or it's the Holy Ghost or it also could be Satan (laughs) it's it's up to you to differentiate which is which (laughs) So silly now that think about it. I know we've joked about it before, but I just keep picturing in my mind this ghost. It's like, hey, Sarah, hey, hey, hey. So I have a I have a question for you. Let let me let me whisper in your ear what you should do. So in order to find your keys, I'm gonna whisper. Check <laughs> under the bed. That's where you need to check. Check like, under the bed. Oh, but only if you've already paid your tithing. <laughs> then check yeah. under the bed. Yeah. Oh, hey, it's... did you watch that radar movie? Hey, just want to plant some guilt in your head right now, okay? <laughs> you shouldn't do that. You should feel yeah. horrible. You're going to Satan, hell. Bye. Satan, Satan's right, he, right there on your other shoulder. <laughs> He's trying to get in. I'm blocking him for now. But <laughs> it's like, what? Can't go any longer. <laughs> just the name, the Holy Ghost. It's like literal ghost I'm just it's so creepy it's silly and creepy and like yeah like you said no wonder we were we were perfectly primed 
to believe in supernatural shit because we believed in a ghost that talked to us. <laughs> exactly. Like we literally were like, oh. and, I, and we joke, but like, honestly, I would be like praying for something and waiting for an answer and be and, and get an answer like in my head and be like, Oh, that must be the Holy ghost. I think that's it. <laughs> no, it was just my own brain. <laughs> Yeah, we never gave ourselves credit. Like, no. okay, I am the next. The next song is called "Follow the Prophet." Uh, we all know this one, and uh, it has the 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 little illustration has these children dressed up as these ancient biblical um, prophets. So, like, one of them's dressed as Moses. It's kind of funny, actually. Um, <laughs> And they have nine verses where they talk about the first one is Adam, then Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Moses, Samuel, Jonah, Daniel, and then I'll read you the last the last one. So, for example, we'll start with Adam, but I'm not going to read them all because <laughs> we don't have time. But um, <laughs> Adam was a prophet, first one that we know, in a place called Eden, he helped things to grow. Adam served the Lord by following his ways. We are his descendants in the latter days. And here's the chorus. Follow the prophet, follow the prophet, follow the prophet. Don't go astray. Follow the prophet, follow the prophet, follow the prophet. He knows the way. <laughs> and I'm singing this in my head as Katie's saying the words because I know yeah. the tune. And there's even like little hand motions that go along with this song as well, you guys. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> the last verse, the ninth verse is, now we have a world where people are confused. If you don't believe it, go and watch the news. We can get <laughs> we can get direction all along our way if we heed the prophets, follow what they say. So uh, Sarah and I like to point to this song when we get we get Mormons that tell us we you don't have to do what the prophet says. <laughs> like um Excuse me. You literally have a song about it. Yeah, did, did you sing a different song than we did? Because yeah. <laughs> um, this is one of the more popular ones, I'd say. I bet most people know that one. Yep. <laughs> okay. Next up, we have our dear friend Nephi. Uh, his hey. song is called Nephi's Courage. <laughs> yep. And, and you guys, you guys, there's an <laughs> illustration of Nephi. And He's blonde, right? <laughs> well, he has brown hair, but he is definitely white. He's like a, he's a white dude with like a robe, a bathrobe on and a bandana around his head. And he's holding a hammer that's made out of just a stick and a rock. And then behind him is the, is his boat that he's building reminiscent <laughs> of Noah. So, oh boy. Okay. Here's the, here's the first verse. The Lord commanded Nephi to go and get the plates from the wicked Laban inside the city gates. Oh Laban and Lemuel were both afraid to try. Nephi was courageous. This was his reply. I will go. I will do the thing the Lord commands. I know the Lord provides the way he wants me to obey. I, it's so hard to not sing this. I'm told I'm singing it in my head. And also, you guys, this 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 one in particular has very problematic uh, hand gestures that go along with it. Uh, Do you remember, yeah. Katie? Yeah, there's a there's a few of them <laughs> that are I will get to another one later. That's yeah. 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 And so, uh, yeah, the second one talks about how 
the Lord commanded Nephi to go and build a boat and just all of this stuff. It's it's just <laughs> it's treating that story as if it's real. And that's why I thought it was real. Honestly, I was like, oh, yeah, of course, this white guy from Jerusalem <laughs> built this boat and and sailed over here. Why not? Why not? I mean, that makes sense. It makes total sense. Oh, God. I mean, it's so like we laugh about it, but honestly, Katie and I really believe this shit. And when we talk to like both of our partners, like I know for sure both of them are like, you believed in that. <laughs> yeah, they're like, wait, what? <laughs> like it's a bit questionable. It's like, how did you, how yeah. did you actually believe in that? <laughs> I thought you were smarter than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing that's funny that just popped into my head about Nephi. I've listened to a few, um, like, I, I like to listen to podcasts, obviously, and sometimes they'll cover stories that happen in Utah, and there is a, t- a town in Utah called Nephi. There's also one called Lehi, and I love hearing people try to pronounce it, because, like, I would say nine out of ten times, they pronounce it Nephi. Yes, I've heard <laughs> that as well, and it cracks me up, Nephi. And I'm like, oh, I mean, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> okay. The next one I picked is called, I'm glad to pay a tithing. Oh, yes. God. This is what they teach them at such a young age. That's so horrible. I know. Oh, my heavenly father gives me all good and lovely things. The sun that shines, the rain that falls, the meadow lark that sings. I'm glad to pay a tithing one tenth of all I earn. It's little when I think of all God gives me in return. Oh. Yep. It's always with, always with like the Lord, they've given you, you know, God's given you everything. He's literally given you this whole world and everything that you've ever had. So it's not, it's not a big deal to give him your money. <laughs> oh, and we just recorded on Patreon, like an episode that kind of talks about this and it's really awful. It's so bad. Yeah, it made me rage. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like these these are kids that they can't legally work. So if they're earning any money, it's from an allowance or chores mm-hmm. or you know, it's very 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 small amounts of money. And and it breaks my heart that they'd have to give, you know, even if they earn $10, that's a lot to a kid and to give a whole dollar of it to a church that doesn't need it. Like it's really awful I just wish that if they want to you know learn the principle of charity but give it to someone who actually needs it not yeah like you know like teach children like hey like you 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 have this money that you've saved or you worked hard for if you want like you know you could help give that to a charity or you could just help someone that you may know and need it doesn't have to be monetary all the time. It could be that you just, exactly. you know, make them some food or a nice treat or ask them if they wanted to go on a play date or something like that. You know, it doesn't have to be. I feel like the church is always linked to money and everything that they do. I know. And it's gross. It's very yeah. gross. All right. I know you're going to know this one. It's called, there's two titles for it. It's called either We'll Bring the World His Truth or Army of Helaman. Helaman. <laughs> And this one's always sung at the same time that they do the little, what is it called? Harmony? No, where it's like you have two, oh, yeah, two like songs a, together. A duet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My brain, a duet. That's what it is. This is the one that has 
sisters in Zion will like come in at one point and then it's like army of Gila men and it's like the young <laughs> women and young men sing it at the same time and it's all spiritual. Okay, emotional and I, you guys, I'm laughing because I was that person. Like Yeah, I, me too. I was like, oh, it's so beautiful and I feel the spirit. It's just feel like, the oh, spirit. oh, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, and this picture is of a boy and a girl, and they're holding the Book of Mormon, and then there's a globe behind them. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, we have been born as Nephi of old, as Nephi of old. <laughs> as Nephi of old. <laughs> <laughs> to, to goodly parents who love the Lord. We have been taught, and we understand that we must do as the Lord commands. It's so hard for me not to sing this in my head right now. <laughs> Do you want to sing it? No, go on. <laughs> I think I've traumatized people enough with my singing. Yeah, okay. We are as the army of Helaman. We have been taught in our youth, and we will be the Lord's missionaries to bring the world his truth. <laughs> oh, the next verse is, we have been saved for these latter days to build the kingdom in righteous ways. We hear the words our prophet declares. Let each who's worthy go forth and share. Wow. All right. And I just wanted to point out, like, the how the pressure is put on from such a young age to go on a mission. Yep. Like, yeah. And they have I mean, more songs about, about going on a mission than just this one. I mean, there's so many. It's like going on a mission, going to the temple, paying your tithing. Like, there's so much pressure on all of those areas, but especially... And it's, it's very much divided between men and women or like boys and girls, like boys, this is your whole goal is to go on a mission. Women or girls, this is your whole goal is to get married and go through the temple. Yeah. Like, so gross. To get there, obviously, yeah, you need to pay your tithing and then you need to find a returned missionary. It's just like, I don't know. It, <laughs> uh, it's just too much for little children. Too much. Too much. The next one is titled Pioneer Children Sang as They Walked. Oh, I don't know <laughs> if I know this one, actually. You, you don't? Oh, my God. I, like, could sing this by memory. Um, probably because uh, Utah things. So <laughs> the, the picture is of a pioneer uh, girl and boy. She has her bonnet off in her, in her hand. <laughs> and then and the little boy's holding a stick and he has suspenders and there's a covered wagon behind them uh, and they're, they're walking through like a field of wheat okay so <laughs> this is very repetitious you'll see why i could sing this by memory pioneer children sang as they walked and walked and walked and walked pioneer children sang as they walked and walked and walked and walked Oh, wait, I think I do know this one, actually. It sounds like the, the repetitive walking, like walking part. It sounds really familiar. Mm -hmm. uh, they they washed at streams and worked and played. Sundays they camped and read and prayed. Week after week, they sang as they walked and walked and walked and walked and walked. So, so the tune is, <clears throat> it's like pioneer children sang as they walked and walked and walked and walked. Yep. And like you get up and you like march. When you do it, you march your little feet. <laughs> this sounds really familiar. Yeah, I think we did this in, so for non, 
or never mows, they have what's called a primary program every year. And you have like song. It's like a weird, like little skit program thing they do with kids, like primary. And they have lots of songs. And this one, I remember being in it. And like, you have to, like Katie said, like walk or skip. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Or skip around. And I think that, um, at least when I was growing up, you were kind of taught about the pioneers in a way that was like, look at what they went through. Uh, your struggles are not as bad. Yeah, and, definitely. And I mean, that's technically true, but like you're, you're still allowed to have struggles and you shouldn't compare them. And I think that um, the pioneers, at least for me, were very romanticized kind of. And it it's important to remember that like those little kids, many of them died and it's really sad. And it was all, I mean, they were all just following Brigham Young and, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. No, I definitely like, and especially where I grew up to like, no, I didn't know about pioneers. I didn't really understand it to be honest. And it was always like, they talked about them so much and I was just, it was such a foreign concept for me. Cause I didn't get it. Like, obviously I didn't have any pioneer ancestors. So I was just like, Oh, I, I kind of confused it in history. Cause you, you would read about it at school too. Like in your history book, it would briefly touch on that. And I remember being like, okay, I learned that in church too. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I know it's, ugh, yeah. <laughs> I just, I feel bad for those people, but yeah um all right now now we're getting to one that I think you were also thinking of with the problematic hand gestures oh this is called book of mormon stories yes this is what I got confused you guys my bad retract that statement it's not with the prophet song it's on this one which oh boy (laughs) the um for some reason the the illustration here is of a ship in the sea i, I don't know maybe that's talked about somewhere in the song but um they, they like boats in the mormon church you guys um okay yeah it's gonna be hard not to sing this one too a uh, book of mormon stories that my teacher tells to me are about the lamanites in ancient from ancient history, history. <laughs> long ago their fathers came from far across the sea Given this land, if they lived righteously. And that's the hand gesture part, right? Yeah. And they, like, do the the gesture of having a feather behind their head when they're, they say Lamanites, like, as if they were Native. Or no, wait. I don't know. Yeah, they do. They do the, the, the feathers behind their head. Yeah. And when make it, it, like, pro- yeah, as if obviously they're trying to say it's the native americans but they're doing that like gesture and then doing like the crossing their arms and like you know i don't even know how to explain that gesture but basically not cultural appropriation at all or like it is it is yeah yeah and it's um yeah there's again this whole idea that white people came to the americas and that's the origination of indigenous americans is yeah completely removing their history and then making a song about it and having predominantly white kids singing and doing hand motions about it yeah and that they were (laughs) they were given this land like excuse me exactly um what yeah and it goes through like different different book of mormon stories so like there's one about alma 
uh, Abenadi. Oh yeah, the one that says <laughs> says, "Don't forget Abenadi, who stood before the king, all chained up from head to toe. The gospel he did bring. If he would <laughs> deny it, then the king would set him free. He was true, and he died righteously. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, like some nursery song level, you know. When you actually listen to nursery songs, I was like singing." Rockabye Baby the other day, and I was like, fuck, that is so morbid. And then it's like singing these songs, and it's like, wow, what, like, five-year-old needs to hear about a guy being, like, basically killed for the name of being I know. I know. (laughs) Same with, that's so true. Same with this one. Ammon was a missionary serving Lamanites, tending King Lamoni's sheep for several days and nights. Robbers came. He saved the sheep by fighting fearlessly. He had learned he could live righteously. They conveniently leave out that in the Book of Mormon story, Ammon cuts off everyone's fucking arms. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, isn't there something about an arm being cut off? <laughs> A bunch of them. Like, so many arms. <laughs> so many arms. And, uh, it's yeah, it's all based in, like, this is this is um ancient history, it says. And this is, no, 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 no. This is fairy tales made up by Joseph Smith. <laughs> There's no uh, history. Nothing is historic about any of this shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to find my next one. I decided towards the end to kind of make it a little bit lighter and do some, a couple of, like, little silly ones. So, um, this one is called the Hello Song. Yeah. Oh, I've already got it in my head. How is that possible, you guys? Like, the oh. brainwashing is next level. And the it has this illustration of these children, and then I think it's a primary leader, but it it looks very odd. I don't know. Um, okay, I think we might have to kind of sing this one. Hello, hello. <laughs> yep. Okay. Hello. 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 <laughs> okay, so they do that, and then they say, "We welcome you today." Hello. 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 We're glad you came our way to share with us our primary day and be our friend in a very special way. Hello, 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 hello. We welcome you today. <laughs> and they could sing this if there was a visitor in primary. Yes, that is when they would sing this. And I I remember if I was, for whatever reason, if I was at a different ward, I would feel kind of like embarrassed because I'd have to sing it on my behalf. Like, I'm the visitor. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's it's oh. not as bad in Release Society, which is the one for women age 18 and above. But, like, they still sure. do, like, oh, do we have any visitors here today? And, like, if you were properly visiting or, like, if like I remember having people who came with me who weren't necessarily Mormon and being, like, oh, cringe. Like, don't do that. Like, people don't want to be put on blast when they come to church. Like, yeah, no, that's so true. That's so true. They're always, like, <laughs> looking around. Do we have any visitors? Are there any visitors here today? That's and, you know, it's like the um, there's always the guy at church. And if, if you go, like, say if we would, for some reason, CJ forbid, if we had to go to a Mormon church. CJ forbid. <laughs> um, I, I can guarantee you there's always that guy that will, like, find the visitor and he'll come up to you before sacrament meeting starts and he'll shake your hand and be like, oh, I haven't seen you. I'm brother so-and-so. Like, always, nope. without fail, there's always that person. Always, whether it's always. the bishop or someone else. And, you know, 
I bet a lot of them are doing it like to genuinely be like kind and inclusive, but I think some of them are, it's a bit like love bomby, like, Ooh, can we convert them? Like, Oh, a hundred percent. That's what it is. Like, <laughs> like, Oh, let's make them feel really good. And yeah. Ooh, let's, uh, let's be our target. We have, you know, we're, we were told in elders quorum today that we needed to, you know, convert a certain number of people. Let's, let's meet that goal. Oh, cool. new person. <laughs> Yeah, new new meat, ew. New meat. Uh, can you, like, I I was just trying to put myself in that scenario. Can you even, like, imagine going to a Mormon church now? No. I, no. I don't know what I would do. I, like, if I found myself there somehow, I would, I, I would, I would have a hard time not saying something. I feel like you could, people could probably read my face. And yeah. I know what I, I was thinking. I just, no, I couldn't. I couldn't. And actually, I had like a friend who's still Mormon and she's invited me to a few things, not like on a church level, but more because she's, uh, she was singing or something. And I was like, I just can't do it. Like, I did it once. And I think you guys may recall from <laughs> episode number two, where I tell you all about my first time having sex and I go into detail about every single thing. But that was the last time I was in a Mormon church was when I went to see the same friend perform. And I went on, I brought the guy who I lost my virginity. Like I brought him with me. Oh church. yeah. Oh and yeah. I that. that was just so uncomfortable. I remember just being like, Oh, I feel icky. I want to get out of here. Like I'm done. Yeah. Last time. And if I think about it, like going now, I just, ugh. I know, I know. I just, I know. I don't think I could, I would, I would probably make people uncomfortable, honestly. Oh, I would. <laughs> yeah. I contain my like mad, like massive eye rolls and mm-hmm. yeah, I just wouldn't be able to be polite. I know. I know. Especially if they were talking about anything to do with, like, Joseph Smith or the Book of Mormon or any of that, I'd probably just, mm, yeah. yeah. All I right. couldn't. <laughs> I wanted to end on kind of a fun note because I feel like anyone who grew up Mormon will know this song, and now it will be stuck in your head. Um, <laughs> it's called Popcorn Popping. Popcorn popping on an apricot tree. <laughs> See, this is a cute song and I feel like I would not be opposed to the primary as much if it was just cute little songs like this yeah exactly like if it was just little playful songs and actually the hand gestures on this one are really cute they are cute so here's how it goes how's it go oh I can't speak here's how it goes (laughs) (laughs) okay I looked out the window and what did I see popcorn popping on the apricot tree Uh, spring had brought me such a nice, nice surprise. <laughs> Pop blossom popping right before my oh, eyes. And you guys are doing gestures of like, I'm doing my hands right now. I wish you could see. It's like, I don't like throwing your hands open. It's like popcorn, popcorn, yeah, apricot. Your hands treat. are popping open. And then you go, I could take an armful and make a treat. So you make the big swooping motion with your arm. Yep. Like you're making a ball. A popcorn ball that would smell so sweet. It wasn't really so, but it it seemed to be popcorn popping on the apricot tree. (laughs) Oh, my God. That one I really did actually enjoy as a kid. I I know. It's so cute. And it's little, 
it's songs like that and like mixed with these illustrations and the nostalgia of it it's like <clears throat> that's when I felt like almost this kind of warmth toward it but yeah that's part of the conditioning is like it can't just all be the let's learn about Jesus and Joseph Smith and the Book of Mormon they ha- it's it's smart to throw in those fun mm-hmm. happy playful sweet songs because then it doesn't seem so weird you know exactly. it's very, it's actually brilliant <laughs> because then you can like have kids go to like no, who are not Mormons or going with a friend to visit and it's like oh it wasn't all weird you know like it wasn't all yeah creepy cult stuff yeah they sang hello to me and then we sang about popcorn popping and then <laughs> sang about some guy that was chained up and died his name was something like a Benadai. I don't know then we got a treat I, I, I. and then we got a treat and it was all good cool cool <laughs> so yeah that was the song book and um i just thank you to holly for mailing to me (laughs) holly you are a gem thank you for sharing that and for putting these songs in my head for the rest of the day slash week (laughs) yes so how fun (laughs) well everyone thanks for coming along the ride and we'll be back we'll be back next week We'll be back next week and enjoy those songs in your head. Have a good one. Bye.